What is up, Stu? Studies. Happy October 7th, Practice Friday, 2021, episode number 116. I am your host here, Jeremy Ritz, on the study session, welcoming you to another episode. The voice is still messed up, man. <clears throat> Can't hit those high notes. Going to keep you updated on that and my personal battle with whatever this is. But we are back at you here with another edition of the study session. So grateful that you can join me today. As always, want to express my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the Still Study podcast, listening to the study sessions, sharing it with your family and friends. It does mean the world to me. Would love to hear from you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question on the show or just connect and talk Steelers. And I hope everybody's doing well out there. And, you know, it's been a last tough couple last few weeks with three consecutive losses for the Steelers after that big win against the Buffalo Bills. Heartbreaker last weekend against the Packers, not because it was super close by any stretch of the imagination, but we definitely expected more from the Steelers. But that's not the reality. They lost 27-17. It's time to put it behind us and focus on this week's contest against the Denver Broncos, a game that is very winnable and a game that, as I've already come out to say, is a must-win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Drop the one in four, your playoff chances, while still, from a mathematical perspective, are realistic in terms of the schedule, it's going to be very difficult. And what we're going to do today on today's session is take a look at the remaining schedule, the opponents that are up and that will be lining up against the Steelers, and we'll realistically talk about how those games can work out and what a practical outcome could be for these final 13 contests. But before we do that, we're going to take a look at the injury report from Wednesday to see who's trending up in terms of being available for the game and who's not. So the injury report released on Wednesday, not really surprising. Kevin Dotson sat out of practice with a hit. Ben Roethlisberger still battling that pectoral muscle issue, but also has the new hip this week that he's battling with. Cameron Sutton's got a groin and Carlos Davis with the knee. Those players were all out on Wednesday. Limited on Wednesday. Chase Claypool, Rashad Coward, Juju Smith-Schuster, Cameron Hayward, and Trey Turner will have to monitor their performance as the week goes on. If they remain limited, if they go in full capacity, they're going to need those players to be competitive and to have a chance to win against Denver. All right, so let's take a look at this schedule. And rather than just predicting the games, let's talk about which games are winnable realistically and which games are questionable moving forward here. Because I don't want to give an an outright pick about who's going to win or lose. I did that in my season prediction. I'll, I'll ride with that. But based on what we've seen, Let's talk about which games are winnable, which games we would classify as questionable at this juncture in the season. So the Broncos game this Sunday, 
obviously, obviously is going to be a winnable contest. The Steelers should win this game, even though they were undefeated heading, heading into the contest against the Ravens. The Steelers should get this game. The Seahawks, the following week, 8-20, Sunday night. The Seahawks have an explosive offense. There's not much to be said for their defense. It's pretty bad. So you would think, theoretically, that the Steelers would be able to move the ball on them. But that remains to be seen. So I will label that game as questionable. Browns away. That's on Halloween. Divisional game. The Browns want to outright win the division. They want to prove that they're the best team in the AFC North. That is going to be a questionable game. They are playing well. Although Baker Mayfield did not have a great game last week. But that Browns contest is questionable. Bears at home and Lions at home. Consecutive weeks. NFC North matchups. Both winnable contests for the Steelers. So in the first five that I look at, there are three winnable games. Two questionable games. Moving on. The Steelers travel to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. And one thing we've seen with the Chargers in their quote-unquote home games is that the opposing team's fans come out in droves, and we know how well Steelers Nation travels. So that won't be much of a home-field advantage for the Chargers, but they are talented on offense. This will be a difficult game for the Steelers. This one is questionable. The Bengals away. The Bengals already beat the Steelers handily. But there's going to be a little bit of extra motivation for the Steelers in this contest because of Tyler Boyd's comments after the game saying that the Steelers quit. They gave up. But this game will still be questionable. It's not a... It's a winnable game, but it's questionable because Joe Burrow is legit at the quarterback position. They're playing well, and it's going to be difficult. Ravens at home. Ah, questionable. Again, it's at home. That's great. It's always a charged environment when the Steelers and the Ravens play. The Steelers will have the aid of the home field advantage, but the Ravens are playing much better football than the Steelers are right now. This one is questionable. The Vikings away on a Thursday night, short week after playing the Ravens. This is a winnable contest for the Steelers. They particularly don't fare well on Thursday nights, and they're traveling on a short week after a physical game against the Ravens. But I still like this game as a winnable game. They could get this one done. Then the following week, Titans at home. That's an explosive offense. I know the Titans lost to the Jets this past weekend in overtime, but any given Sunday in the NFL, if you're just looking at sheer talent, this game is questionable. It'll be fun to see Bud Dupree come back to Pittsburgh wearing an opponent's jersey. But again, the Titans game is a questionable one. The Chiefs, questionable. I mean, I would say... I don't even know if that's winnable. Patrick Mahomes against the Steelers defense, the way they're playing now. Maybe we'll create a category called losable. Then the Browns at home, questionable. That's a Monday night. That is a questionable. And the Ravens away, questionable. So 
we know this is a difficult schedule. And as we project out from this Sunday against the Broncos, there are one, two, three, four, four games that I count that are winnable. The others, in my opinion, and just based on how this team has played so far, that are questionable. Now, does that mean that I think the Steelers are only going to win four more games? No. I think they'll win more than four more games. I had them slated to make the playoffs to win 11 games at the outset of the season. While I'm not as optimistic on that 11 win mark at this point, I still think it's entirely too early to shut the door on the possibility of the playoffs. But a lot of these games are against difficult teams. And I will say this, if they play the way they've played the last three contests, they won't win any of them. They won't. And that's not me being negative. That's just the objective reality, the truth, based on what the Steelers have put on tape. They have to be better offensively across the board. We saw improvements from the offensive line and in the running game this past weekend. Now we have to see that passing game elevate and step up. We've got to see the defense play better. Now, there have been a lot of injuries. T.J. Watt wasn't himself this past weekend. And if they can put it together and build that offense around Najee Harris, get that running game going, get some confidence circulating within that offensive line where they could just go out and dominate teams and out-physical teams and be aggressive, put the defense on their heels and enable Ben just to play that Ben 2.0 I talked about in a article I wrote this offseason where he just manages the game and doesn't play outside of a outside of the box then they can make a little bit of a run but if they continue to wallow in this muck and mud and mire then it could be a long long season now if it is a long season, and Cower had those, you may be too young to remember, or maybe you do remember, Cower had a 6-10 and 10 season. I think he may have even had a 5-11 and 11 season. And those seasons generated early round draft picks that resulted in players that were game changers for the franchise. So the silver lining, if the season heads that way, is that they'll be in a spot to maybe draft Ben's successor. But see, this is the beautiful thing about the NFL, about Steelers football, is there is always a story to be told. And those stories are told over time. We'll find the answer to these questions as time moves forward. And it's exciting. Can they turn it around? Will Big Ben come off the rope swinging and get them back in this thing? Or will they tank? Will be a five-win team? And will the talk in November and December not be on the postseason or competing? Will it be on the first overall draft pick or a high draft pick in the first round? We don't know. But studying, 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 I still can't hit those high notes. Can't wait. I'm going to blast one out as soon as I can. But I want to thank you for joining me here today. 
on the Study Session episode 116 on this Thursday, October 7, 2021. Please give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. I love you guys. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace.